Power Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. Yes, this is This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre and Morley, too, minus Daryl McIntyre. He's a little under the weather today. So we will be talking a little bit later in the show. Things that make you feel better when you're under the weather. Is it the chicken soup? I'm a a firm believer in oregano oil. Sarah weighed in a little bit earlier this morning with uh, peppermint oil, sort of just, you know, working as a decongestant. So we want to hear from you. You can always text those in at 780 Four nine six zero zero six three stuff that you do, and you know that it it goes along cultural barriers too. Because you know my Polish husband, uh, some really weird Polish remedies that we can get into in the next uh, half hour. But right now we're going to talk crime and disorder, an increase, a lot of it uh, affecting downtown. We talk about that a lot on the show, but it's also spreading outwards in other neighborhoods, the Alberta Avenue, Macaulay neighborhoods, Norwood. There is a new initiative to encourage people to make the call when they feel unsafe or if they've been a, a target of crime. Christy Morin has spent a lot of time trying to revitalize her neighborhood of Alberta Avenue to get her take on what's happening. She's also the executive director of Arts on the Avenue, and she joins us over the phone. Hi, Christy. Hey, Stacey. Good morning. So talk about what's happening in your neighborhood right now. Well, the Alberta Ave District runs seven different districts, all the way from Nate, all the way to the old Northlands or Expo sites. So it's seven different communities. And since the pandemic, we've noticed an increase of lots of safety issues, disorder issues, people feeling unsafe. And honestly, it feels like we're going backwards. Um, 20 years ago, this is the same kind of phone call we would have had. And uh, we have been working on revitalization for so long that we just can't we just can't risk this completely starting to flip backwards like it feels what are you hearing the most the most the the most Uh, prevalent problem the most prevalent problem right now is safety that uh, there's lots of lots of issues people going into yards taking things people realizing someone's walked into their house oops hang on i'll just shut that off um and uh and being able to um, manage that, um, you know, more more uh, sexual exploitation, um, that kind of stuff happening again, and just that feeling of being unsafe. So I think that's the continual piece that's um, that's being heard. Personally, for you, how do you feel in your neighborhood? <laughs> oh, when there was fires, because during the pandemic there was over two hundred fires in our in our. Um, community we started talking about moving of you know maybe it's time to just put the house up for rent and find a new place um i love this neighborhood with all our heart and uh, our community does but it is beginning to feel like um like it did a while ago and um even ourselves we had a problem property next door to us um and funny enough with this initiative make the call we didn't make the call because we were like oh great another you know problem property because a new landlord moves in buys this house and then allows basically with gang members to come in and then you're living next door to gang members for a whole summer wow and i mean that's not the kind of life darth and i want to live 
did they move out? What's what's the current situation around your house? So because we started to prom- uh, make the call, funny enough, we had we had actually picked uh, seven different. Uh, seven different alleys and because this was a prevalent alley of crime it was selected and the police were walking with us one day because that was part of the initiative is walking down the alleys to see what's unsafe etc etc and one of the police officers looked at the uh, vehicle in the driveway and said to me christy did you know uh, do you know your neighbors <laughs> and i said i don't think i would really want to know my neighbors too much and he started writing down stuff on the palm of his hand uh taking notes and then uh, he said you might want to call SCAN, um, which is one of the, um, you know, the sheriffs and being able to start calling it. And because of the multiple calls and multiple stuff in the backyards, uh, it was a chop shop in the garage. And we did, we did start following the process of making the call and calling SCAN and calling problem properties and being anonymous because we were concerned that this um, guy would, you know, have some kind of retribution. And honestly, it was fantastic. The uptake from this team uh, was amazing. And within four months, uh, the pressure was on, and this this guy and his his group moved to uh, to a town outside of the city, and so that was a real positive for us. And we decided we're going to stay here and continue and make the call initiative work <laughs> in our situation. Um, so uh, we we're still here. You mentioned it a couple of times. Make the call. What does that mean? Make the Call is a campaign, and uh, during the pandemic, I had another friend who gave me a call, and she was uh, walking down 95th Street, and 95th Street right now, with uh, it being the, uh, you know, access point to downtown, um, said, you know, man, it is terrible right now, and she had a guy who pulled up to her, asking her to come in, and started he was a John and I said did you call it in and she said no I can handle it and then we started unpacking that of like why are we as people who've lived here for so long not making the call and it was really an interesting almost discovery of there are so many of us we have Facebook groups and again when stuff's going down suspicious vehicle driving around your block 20 times, you know, some guy getting out, blah, 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 the whole story. Um, no one was making the call. So then um, Arts and Leave uh, started chatting and we started meeting um, with the community. I mean, Arts and Leave is community, right? So we started gathering at the Carrot Community Arts Coffee House that was established, oh, now 16 years ago, and on Sundays and started talking about could we do something different? And one of our community members said, uh, there's an initiative in Montreal that's called Green Alleys. Could we start looking at greening the alleys? Could we look at beautifying the alleys? Could we start trying to um, identify hotspots, working with police and working with other agencies to bring awareness? So it started as education. Why aren't we doing this? And then how do we actually execute and get action? Are people not making the call to police? Maybe they think, uh, like you mentioned in that example, I can handle it, or it's not that bad, or the police aren't going to do anything anyway. It's just such a minor thing all of the above and a lot of the a lot of our residents when we chat with them um say well it's not it's too big this is too little for the police to have to handle like mm-hmm. i dealt with it right and so when we meet with the police you know on a regular we have a really cool a program with uh, northwest beats and uh, it's a real community engagement uh program with the police we started talking about this and they're like 
no, that should have been called in. That should have been called in. And they were shocked that we're all sitting around the table talking about how we're managing crime and managing safety and managing disorder. And um, and then when we started, when the Problem Properties Initiative began through City Council a couple of years ago, again, it was afraid, you know, fear-based, right, of I don't want my neighbour to know it's me. So there was an anonymous way to be able to make that make that call or make that click. And so that education started, you know, sort of seeping through the community. But yes, people were thinking they could manage it. Some of it is fatigue of I'm on the phone for 20 minutes waiting to figure out how to do this. Um, the person on the other end doesn't seem it is a big deal. So why did I take my own personal time to make those calls? You're a planner. You're a community booster. You've got this initiative. What else are you going to do besides everything else on your plate? Like the Winter Festival, the Byzantine uh, Festival, uh, Deep Freeze. Uh, you've got lots of things on your plate. What else are you going to plan to make sure that you can, you, you, you say your community is going backwards to reverse that trend? We're going to do everything in our power. And so this compassionate campaign is trying to get active activation and get people to start making the call when you talk to anybody everything is stats driven and data driven and so we are like okay this is one of our one of our big huge attempts and it's not a last attempt but it is a huge attempt for our community to really start engaging and that is what we need is more activation from the neighborhoods and so we are doing flyer drops we're getting out there talking to people we're doing roundtables um, for this particular campaign I mean what more can we do we have done public art right we bring in the Vancouver mm-hmm. Biennale sculptures yeah. um, you know it's we have a coffee house that's run by volunteers Tears. There's so much that we do as community and as Arts on the Ave, as humanitarians, um, leading in so many ways. I, you know, I'm beginning to sort of like we are we are known in the world. Like uh, we just had a friend who uh, came back from Romania and was using our our community mm-hmm. as how to how to better and how to change. And the people in Romania were like, how do we follow this pattern? Wow. <laughs> These people down here. That feels so good, doesn't it? It sure does. And a guy in Finland's gonna be connecting with me about um, you know, some cool some cool initiatives. So I think for us it's um it's being heard. Mm-hmm. And right now we know the downtown core is getting a lot of attention. Yeah. And we know some of our councillors understand that it is oozing and it doesn't stop at 107 Avenue or 112 Avenue. The disorder and the crime and the guns continue. Yeah. And I think people are feeling it across the city and we most certainly feel the heaviness over here. We are so lucky you're in our city and fighting for your community. I really appreciate everything that you do, Christy. Thanks, Stacey. Christy Morin, she's a resident of Alberta Ave and also executive director, Arts on the Ave, and a huge Edmonton booster.